This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Berkshire Hathaway is sidelining Chinese investment. Charlie Munger is making me nervous about China. He and his partner Warren Buffett had wisely stayed out of Russia, avoiding the geopolitical risk, but had invested in China. Charlie tended to make excuses for China, lamenting that he wished that U.S.-Chinese relations would improve, as they were the world's two biggest trading partners, and it would be better for everyone if we got along with one another. His wishes have not been coming true as tensions increase between us and them, but the real threat may be the domestic risk of investing in China. Recent word was that Berkshire Hathaway is taking money off the table by liquidating its stake in Chinese EV maker BYD. They reportedly invested $230 million in BYD in 2008 that was recently worth $8 billion. They once owned over 20% of the company, and they're reportedly in the process of cashing out. Word that Berkshire was selling its stake in BYD pressured the stock value. BYD company performance was still favorable, but it is better to sell before the rush. They're selling it in increments that the market can handle rather than dumping it. My concern is this selling may reflect a change in Berkshire Hathaway outlook on China. I frankly disagreed with Charlie Munger about the wisdom of investing in China, which is unusual for me to disagree with him on something. Charlie also tells how the massive global monetary inflation by central banks would not end well. The question is how long the financial illusion can be maintained. I agree with him on that, but that the greatest risk of a bubble collapse would start with China, so it was puzzled as to why he invested there. The Chinese economic juggernaut was fueled by rampant state-sponsored spending supported by the Chinese central bank. While many Americans expressed concern over the U.S. deficit and debt, the U.S. is fiscally conservative relative to China's fiat creation. Using a protractor, charted European Union growth in their money supply has been increasing at about a 20-degree angle, U.S. money creation at 25 degrees, with China inflating the money supply at 50 degrees. This money expansion in China is literally mind-boggling. I think that it has become the greatest financial bubble the world has ever known. Peter Zian estimates that annual Chinese yuan outflows to the global dollar system have reached $1 trillion annually without restrictions on capital outflows. Without restrictions on capital outflows, yuan would gush out of China in an even greater torrented massive flood. Not even the Chinese want to use their overinflated yuan as a global currency. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell has a difficult task of deflating the COVID pandemic money supply in a manner that a crash here is avoided. The goal here of a soft laying is not impossible despite the risks. I would trade places with Jerome Powell before I would Xi Jinping. One thing that I think is being missed is while, yes, U.S. prices and inflation rose 8-9% to this year, it was a one-year thing. Price increases in 2023 are most apt to be something less. At least they are not going to rise 9% again, at least not without further reason. Inflation should not compound at the 2022 rate. The Fed's objective is to make the 2022 U.S. inflation rate an anomaly relative to inflation going forward. Prices have been increasing 1-2% annually pre-COVID, so 3-4% would be just north of being noticed. 
Supply chain disruption could compound the rate of inflation, but not at recent levels. Fed tightening is shrinking the money supply and slowing velocity. This is primarily what they want to accomplish. Yes, the housing sector is vulnerable, but buyers are locked in low fixed rates, so are protected from interest rate exposure, unlike the farm debt crisis of the 1980s. With mortgage rates locked in and employment still strong, mortgage debt will continue to be serviceable. Americans also went into this inflation surge with cash in the bank, giving them some initial cushion. As a general statement, few new farm purchases have been highly leveraged, and interest on farmland debt is fixed as well. Many businesses are using the slowdown to flesh out their workforce now that hiring becomes possible again and companies remain profitable. Companies giving pink slips are seeing terminated employees hired by others. We'll compare U.S. and Chinese economic systems in our next report. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.